0: Welcome to this week's episode of Top Lines and Tales, your weekly livestock podcast. And as always, we'd like to thank our sponsors Harbro for their continued support. So this week, from just outside of Cork, I'm speaking to a man I last spoke to or interviewed 10 years ago, and a top-notch man in the Aberdeen Angus world, Albert de Cogan. Albert, welcome to the welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And uh, Albert, as I said, it was 10 years ago back then, I think you were president or just becoming president of the British and Irish uh, Angus Association back in 2012 and would have been the first president, I think, that uh, came from Republic of Ireland. Would that be right?
1: Yes, correct, yes. A great honour to get. Thank you.
0: Uh-huh. And I didn't think, well, you farm there now with your, your wife, Jennifer, but I'm right in thinking you started life as a dairy farmer. Is that right, Albert?
1: Quite correct, yes. We were dairy farming up to 2006. Okay. But we, we had the Abernangus from uh, uh, 84, 1984, but we increased them when we dispersed the dairy herd.
0: You disperse the dairy head to, to concentrate on the more on the Angus side of it. And uh, yes. you said 1984. And I've got a record of those a couple of heifers that you bought in in Carrick, I think, that uh, did fairly yes. well. Do you remember what they were?
1: Yes, there was a Drummullen Witt and um, Kilkelly Annette. Mm-hmm. They were the first two, they were the foundation stock that we bought.
0: And they went on and bred, as I said,
1: very, very, well. They were shown afterwards in the RDS in Dublin.
0: Okay, would that you be getting started then, showing them pretty much straight away? And we'll go on to your showing prowess because yes. I don't think anybody has got more got the name on the All Ireland Trophy more than you have yourself, are, But you've certainly given it a go every time since. But, um, let's just go back to those heifers, uh, and then you were, I seem to remember you saying you were on the lookout for a bull, and you went to Scotland looking for a bull.
1: Yes, we bought a bull over in Eastfield that time. I think it was around 1986 or 87.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, El Jap of Eastfield. El Jap, that's right, and a bit of bit of um Canadian breeding in him, I guess.
1: Some little bit, yes,
0: yes. Certainly, Tom was one of the first to bring the bring the Canadian cattle yes. in as many of these. Anxious, uh, people will
1: that know. was from Tom, uh, T- Tom Bruce, yeah. and who was there at the time was. Jimmy Minto.
0: Yeah. Tom, Tom Brewers' story has been told a good few times on this podcast and a great breeder and a lovely man as well, wasn't he, Albert?
1: Yes, certainly very helpful that time. We were very new to the breeding, getting our way around the herds in Scotland. He was very helpful and extremely helpful in getting the bull back to Ireland that time.
0: Good, and and it wasn't easy then, and it's not easy now, as we'll go on to in a minute. And now you're up to what sort of numbers have you got of Angus there in the herd these days, Albert? Roughly 60 plus... A uh, female cows yeah. Okay, cows. Yeah. and I gather you've got a re- reduction cell coming up um, later on, which we'll have a ch- we'll have a chat about in a minute, and uh, you can tell us a bit more about that. But let's go back to to those uh, early animals that uh, put a backbone in the Moghili herd there. And Carrigomarlow was a, was a he was Canadian bred again, I think, was he not?
1: Yes, yes, yeah. He was bought, bought, bought here in Ireland. That
0: bull was yes, by Sunset Acres Bang, I believe. Bang, yeah, right. yeah. Was quite a-, a good bull. That got, uh,
1: he got injured early in his career, all right, but he bred well for us.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. He would put a bit more size in maybe some of those traditional um, yes. heifers that you bought would yes. be just a bit shorter of the leg, wouldn't they, back that day?
1: Quite quite correct, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, in, and moving on, then you bought a couple of heifers, I suppose. I'm going on now after you disperse the the dairy cows but you'd be showing cattle already i think you told me i think it was 2013 when we last spoke and you think you said you've been showing animals for 50 years so that makes it a little bit more now um albert
1: yeah we, we started showing the dairy herd in uh, 1963
0: right so that makes it uh, cool. 60 years on the road with it with it with, with, with showing cattle then
1: yes yeah
0: wow, that's quite some, great that's some record and i tell you what there won't be many shows that you've missed or many years that you've missed during that time albert
1: not too many, not too many. Maybe one year or two years, maybe.
0: Yeah, certainly, uh, when I was there, uh, you have a sideboard full of cups, and I see on social media and what have you, always you're still out winning and still out competing and showing just about every week.
1: Yeah, we're we're doing a bit, a good bit of showing, still anyway. Yes, yes.
0: Good, and um, let's just move back, move on. Then you bought a couple of heifers in the UK from uh, uh, Muir from uh, um, Tom Rennie. Which, uh, yes, uh, we, oh, we bought we one, think, one,
1: one anyway, one there, and we bought a, a heifer also, a, a Jody from two Jodies actually from Duncan Samir Clarks. Okay,
0: okay. Uh, I know the the Mostermuir heifer was 6,000 if I remember right in 2007, but uh, she went on and did you well?
1: She did very well, yes, yes, yeah. Bread well, uh, good families here belong to her now, yeah. Okay. And we also bought one from Rosemead, yeah. she. That line is still here as well. Okay,
0: and you keep them in the in the breed them in the families. How many families yeah. do you keep?
1: Oh gosh, they could be up to oh nine or ten, or 10, okay. 10 plus maybe. You know, okay. some families flourish and others go back a good bit. You know, yeah, yeah. it happens from time to time.
0: Certainly, it's, it's not easy keeping those strong families going all the time, is it? It's. Uh, Yes. Yes. Uh, and then you bought a bull from Moston Muir as well. I remember you ch- chatting to me about him. I think he had a bit of a, have a bit of an attitude problem. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: uh, thankfully, he never bred us into one of his progenies. Right. Okay. Never did. I did well, and he just popped off one morning, dropped dead. The poor bull, We had some, and his females bred tremendously. Uh
0: huh. What what, was the, what did you call him, Moston Muir, what? Ringo. Ringo, that's right. I remember you saying at the time that one or two people thought we were a bit surprised because you bought him with an attitude problem, but when you got him home, he settled down and, and, and never bred. Yes,
1: him. yes, okay. yes.
0: Okay, and and let's go on to your uh, um your All-Islands. I think Glendara Walnut, would that be the first time you won the All-Island or do you want it before?
1: Yes, that was the first one, yes, Glendara Walnut. Huh. And... and um, he did quite well for us. Now he was the first Irish bull we bought, I'd say. Yeah. He, did well. he did well for us.
0: And going back to the All-Ireland, can you tell me how many times you've won that? Seven. Seven. Anybody else won more? Yes.
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. McEnroe's will be we close.
0: Had... The McEnroes will be close, I know, because I spoke to them recently. Yes. But uh, I think you'll be... They able... would
1: be, yes. Oh, and um, the, I suppose the bonus and that was the... Rosemead Corona. He won it three years in succession. Right.
0: And then he went on, I think, to be... We've had PJ Butler on this uh, on this podcast too, and I think Rosemead Corona went on to be world champion, didn't
1: he? Well, exactly, European. Okay. European.
0: Uh-huh. A tremendous ball and a, you know, a great shape about him and always looked a, a stylish piece. But to win yes. to win the All-Ireland three years in a row again, that might be a record, is it? With one bull, one animal?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Quite correct. Quite correct. Uh-huh. And he had a super temperament. Super temperament.
0: And let's go back to to um, as I said, you took on the the president of the of the society. The what I what will term it directly yes. is the Aberdeen Angus cattle society of Great Britain and Ireland. I think that's his, his term. Yes. When you took on yes. president of that, and that would have got you travelling a lot. Then you'd you'd have got to travelled all around the place with for, for that job. It's a good job to have. Isn't it? Yes,
1: it was very enjoyable, and we got to Argentina that year as well. Okay which was a lovely experience, some super cattle out there, um, probably were a little bit um, smaller than what we were used to here, believe it or not, here in Ireland, but you wouldn't find a bad head out there, they were super heads.
0: Certainly, the Argentinians still still do have some of the some of the great Angus, don't they? And he said, not that big, but uh, they still have the weight about them as well, wouldn't they? Some good color. Shame we can't get a few. Yes. Shame we can't get a few of those back here.
1: Yes. They, well, we we tried, all right, but it's awkward enough to get them in here now. Tried as as embryos and things like that. Uh-huh. They would. They probably would cross well on our cattle here and and the UK cattle probably. Indeed. Yeah, I. I travelled that year as well to the Zoars and judged in the Zoars that year. Okay.
0: Would you be with Nigel Hampton? Was... I know Nigel's had a bit of, bit of business over there, He's put some
1: cattle over there. Yes. Yeah. No, it wasn't with Nigel No, but uh, it, was, it was very enjoyable there No, I must say. It. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: A, a great job. And then we'll, we'll move on. You then, you later became president of the Irish Angus Association. And I suppose I'd probably, I've had... I think Eustace Burke followed you in that in that role, and we've had Eustace on this on this program before, and uh, sort of explained, I suppose, that post Brexit it was necessary for the Irish Association to uh, to to stand on their own two feet. Is that f- roughly it? Yes,
1: yes, yes. That was the yes. I'm not on council at, at the moment, but uh, that was the, that's why it it became that we had to stand on our own feet and counter Brexit. Yeah,
0: yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. No and and, and um, as I said, Eustace uh, um, has been on here, but he uh, he explained sort of the European connection, and now the you know, the Irish Bankers Association is is doing a lot of business in Europe, isn't
1: it? Yes, registering for a lot of some of the European countries. Yes.
0: Okay, and did that job get you across to Europe when you took it on, the, the president? No,
1: no, because this
0: the uh, the change has only
1: come since Brexit, and I was in 2011 and things or 12. So it wasn't that time. No this is in the latter years. Now there there have been more active business with Europe.
0: Okay, and um, as I said, uh, you're out there showing, and and you have and more to the point, you're out there judging. You will have judged. I've your name crops up judging it's about everywhere in in uh, in the UK and Ireland, and and you've judged Sterling. I think when well, I'm right, and thinking 2011. Yes.
1: maybe? yes, 11. Oh. Yes, Sterling Bull cell Yeah, it was, a super honour to get. Very nice, now. Three of us in Ireland have done it. I think in in the Republic. I mean, now. Yeah. Several lads from the north have done it. Yes, but those three of us from the uh-huh. Repu- Republic here. Okay,
0: okay. And you judged. I think the Black Beauty Bonanza. You've judged uh, the Agri Expo. Yes. Oh, <laughs> a lot of travelling, Albert.
1: Ah, yeah, but all enjoyable. Okay. Oh, I've made some great friends and out there as well
0: yeah, yeah. no it's, it's an honor isn't it um I, i'm going to mention a name that that will be familiar to you that in ireland amongst the angus association of course was uh, julie bird and julie sadly passed yes. away. julie sadly passed away recently you don't know julie fairly well uh, albert yes
1: she she was secretary when we started the, the angus here and she was very helpful now as new people into the herd book she was very helpful and the society owes her a lot of, of gratitude for all the work she has put into it over the years.
0: No, absolutely right. And a formidable lady she was as well. Didn't take much. Didn't take much off anybody, did she? She'd, uh, say no, it, no. Say like little... She said no, no. she she was very independent. And look, I suppose in that job you have to
1: take take a lot of criticism and things. And you have to stand up on your own two feet, and she d- certainly did that. And she did well for the society. Yes. She did. And her, her son has, ca- has carried on the her herd as well, Michael. Mm-hmm. I a torah gentleman as well.
0: Yeah, well, uh, yeah, sadly we've just lost uh, Julie just recently, but you said she's been a yeah. great stalwart, yes. stalwart for the breed. And uh, and Albert, obviously breeding that many cows, that you'll be selling, <coughs> you'll be selling bulls round and about. Are you selling some livestock back into the UK? Is that is that is that happening?
1: Yeah, we have sent some bulls over to the UK. Yes, yeah, thankfully. Yeah, and and we have sent them abroad to Italy and Spain and Romania as well. Mm-hmm. Also, we're, uh, we're exporting quite a few Thankfully,
0: it's uh, it, it's it's made the job falling into your lap a little bit. The Brexit thing that uh, you can get there from Ireland into Europe, and of course, we can't get any animals out from the UK and, and, and Scotland into Europe at the moment. So, uh, yes,
1: you guys yes, are picking yes,
0: picking up the spoils on that one a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. no, before Brexit, some of these were gone too. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's not just nice. Uh-huh.
0: And uh, Albert, I mentioned earlier on that you've got a, a reduction sale coming up there. I believe on the beginning of July, is that right? Just tell us a bit more. Yeah, before, tell us a bit first, more about first, that.
1: On Saturday, the first of July, mm-hmm. we hope to have a reduction sale uh, of all the uh, uh, fi- females under the three years old. All the females, all things, okay. all all females, yes, and they're. Is about 36 or seven of them in the catalogue okay. for the 1st of July in Turles, County Tipperary.
0: In Turles and County Tipperary, okay. And yes. are yes. some of those eligible for export? Yes, they will be all.
1: Anyone that has to be tested, they'll come back to the farm and be tested for export. Okay. There's no problem with exporting. Okay.
0: And is that going on um, on an uh, auctioneer online site as well? Yes, and um, Martai. Martai are doing that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes. That's made a handy outfit, Martai, isn't it? It does get you, gets you by yes. all over the place, even if they haven't seen the cattle. Yes, very helpful, uh-huh. yes. And there'll be a few show winners going in there, uh, Albert.
1: Yeah, all, all the heifers, there's no no young female being kept back. Okay. The, the heifer won the championship there uh, a week ago in Middleton. She's an in-calf heifer, and she is going to hold every... Every young female is in the catalogue. There's nothing kept back.
0: Okay, okay.
1: I thought was the fairest way to do it.
0: Yes, indeed. That's quite quite no a,
1: and choosing
0: Yeah, quite a rare thing to sell to sell the entire crop and uh, well, uh, two crops, two year crops, I suppose. And what what would be the yes? What would be the breeding? What would be the size behind some of those, uh, Albert? What what bulls are you been using lately?
1: So, uh, black box, uh, rosemary corona. Okay.
0: Because
1: uh, we have AI from those two. Bulls that are no longer with us or oh, they're older bulls. We have the Lahim's reputation and we have them in calf to um, mostly AI and to a list of bull that we bought there last spring, 12 months. Okay. And uh, a Connish more bull who's by by um, Fergal. Okay. No, we some some nice sires in there now as well. Well, that's good.
0: I'm sure a lot of our listeners here will be mouths will be watering when they hear that that many decent animals coming on the market, Albert. And hopefully you'll get a few. Uh, you've got a few coming over from both sides, from this side of the water and from Europe, I guess, coming down for i a, 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 I'd say a weekend at Tipperary is it? It might be a bit of a. Might be a bit. Hopefully, of a, <laughs> a good time. Ho- hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, well, uh, that they,
1: they make a weekend of
0: it. Yeah, yeah, indeed they should. Indeed they should. And uh, Albert, I congratulate you on show, been showing um, cattle for. 60 years as you said there and uh, i remember your sideboard there seeing it bulging under the weight of silverware there um you've probably put an extension on the house to get the rest of the cups in there Al, but you got that many i think
1: i don't know i don't know yeah they're all perpetual across there right. that's the way it should be that's the way it should be yeah. yeah but you still get your
0: you get your name on them as i said and your name on the all island and you're still going for that again this year
1: Actually, ah, we give it a shot every year. We're a good supporter of the uh, All-Ireland. It travels to different provinces every year mm-hmm. here in Ireland, and we, we try to support it. Where, where, yeah. where is it going to be this time? Up in
0: uh, a place called Clune in County Leitrim. Okay, when? So, what time of year is that? Just remind us.
1: August sometime, I think. Okay. I think the early August. The August bank holiday. That's right, the August bank holiday. Okay. I t- t- the bank. It's the first weekend in August anyway.
0: Okay. First weekend in August, okay? Yes. Quite great. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck with that one, Albert, and and carrying on at the sales. Are you getting back over? Do you still get over to the to the shows over in, in
1: in Scotland a bit? Yeah, not not this year. Now too much. All right. We hope to be over in the, uh, maybe in August or so. That's what we. That's the plan. It's busy here at the moment. Now, so yeah. Yeah. we we're anchored here at the moment. Sure. All right. Sure.
0: No problem. Well, Albert, it's great to speak to you, and and uh, wish you well with your sale as well as, as the rest of the shows this year. And uh, as I yes. said, congratulations on well both yourself and your wife for showing uh, showing cattle for sixty years and and winning the trophies you've done. That's some achievement.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you to Wendy very much.
0: Cheers, and Albert, all the best to you now.
1: Okay, bye bye now,
0: bye bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Top Lines and Tales and uh, this week of course is Highland Show Week so you may just uh, be there at the show and uh, having a mooch around or having a look at the Royal Highland Show and uh, I hope that I might see you there uh, this weekend and as always we'd like to thank our sponsors Harbro for their continued support of this podcast and uh, you'll you'll find various members of Harbro there at the show as well so uh, please make sure that uh, you look out look them out speak to them find out what Harbro can do for you in your your feeding regime, of course, they are suppliers and manufacturers of quality livestock nutrition. Look them up on the internet or find them on uh, social media. And while you're on social media, don't forget to look out our Top Lines and Tales Facebook page where you'll find uh, photographs and other information to back up this episode. And also, while you're downloading your Top Lines and Tales, please go on and click the follow button on whatever media you use to listen to Top Lines and Tales on. And if you click the follow button, then you'll get an email every week uh, telling you that there's a new episode being produced.